Hi, everybody. This is a podcast. Everything about hockey. If you don't like hockey, you won't like this podcast. This topic today would be the International Hockey League, the history of the IHL. The IHL began in 1949. Teams were based in the Midwest and Canada. There was actually was only four teams. Two teams in Detroit, Michigan. They played at the Olympia. And two teams played at Windsor's Arena in Windsor, Ontario. The first expansion was 1948. The city of Toledo built a, and opened the Toledo Sports Arena at a cost of $1.5 million. They only paid a $1,000 expansion fee to join the International Hockey League. The new team was called the Toledo Mercuries. Now, I've been to the Toledo Sports Arena in 1992-93 season, and then I went again in the 94-95 season. This was a, back, especially was a, Let's see how I can say this. A slap shot, movie slap shot. This was actually throwback to the movie. This arena was just one wild, wild place. I mean, there was they threw stuff on the ice. There was fights in the stand. There was cussing. It was an unbelievably wild adventure when you went to the Toledo Sports Arena. Now let's just go back to the the next big expansion in the IHL. That was 1952. The IHL expanded to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the team was called the Fort Wayne Comets. This team is the longest-running franchise in the IHL. They ran; Their team lasted for 47 years. They started in 1952 and went to 1999. They played their games in the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum, and that was located in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and with a construction cost of nearly $3 million. Now, I've been to that arena, too. I went that in the uh, 1995-96 season, or, and that was an unbelievably nice arena. It was clean. The food, but the snack bar was fresh. Uh, and it was just an unbelievably pleasant experience. If you, if you ever want to go to and experience a minor league hockey team, I highly recommend going to see the Fort Wayne Comets. Now they're playing the East Coast Hockey League under the same name. And they play against teams, the old IHL teams too, like the Cincinnati Cyclones, Toledo. They have AI team, the, the Walleyes, the old uh, Kalamazoo Wings, K-Wings. They're in the uh, ECHL too. Indianapolis has a team in the ECHL. So I'd put that on your bucket list. Go to a uh, ECHL game and experience what minor league hockey, double-A hockey is really like. Now let's go back to the uh, history of the IHL. In 1984, the Central Hockey League folded, and there was two teams came into the uh, the IHL at that point in time. International Hockey League, Salt Lake City, and Indianapolis became IHL franchises. While Indianapolis was just another Midwest city in the IHL country, Salt Lake City was a little bit different. Since the players actually got a chance to to fly to Salt Lake City, they really kind of felt like self-respecting pros like they're really in the big time when they got the chance to go to play a game in Salt Lake City it kind of changed the whole entire atmosphere of the International Hockey League also in 1984 another big thing occurred was a Peoria Riverman Peoria Illinois got an expansion team they played at the Carver Arena and they were the and they actually still play at that arena as a Peoria Riverman. Matter of fact, I think they're celebrating their 40th anniversary of Riverman hockey. 
Now, they play in the Southern Hockey League now, but that's also a pretty interesting arena to go see, too. Now, let's look back to what the IHL looked like in 1989. They had two divisions, an Eastern Division, which had the Muskegon Lumberjacks, that's in Michigan, the Kalamazoo Wings, that was in Michigan, the Flint Spirit, that was in Michigan, and the Fort Wayne Comets in Indiana. Now they also have the Western Division, which was the Indianapolis Ice, Indiana, Salt Lake City, Milwaukee, Admirals, the Peoria Rivermen, and the Phoenix Roadrunners. So, you know, they were expanding pretty good then, even back in 1989. They had a a pretty far-reaching Western division. So the expansion was, in 1989, you had the Phoenix Roadrunners. In 1990, you had the San Diego Goals. And then 1991... Muskegon Lumberjacks moved to Cleveland, Ohio to become the Cleveland Lumberjacks. And then also at that same year, 91, you had the Cincinnati Cyclones and the Atlanta Knights got expansion teams. So now let's look at the teams as of 1992. Okay, they had four divisions. They had a central division, which is the basically the original IHL teams, Four Wing Comets, Indianapolis Ice and the Kalamazoo Wings. Then in the Midwest Division, you had the Milwaukee Admirals and the Peoria Rivermen, two more established teams. And one of the expansion teams of 1990, Kansas City. And then in the Pacific, had the other expansion team, San Diego Goals, with the Phoenix Roadrunners, which was a 1989 expansion team, and the Salt Lake City, which was one of the original teams. And then they had the Atlantic Division. That was a whole new league or division just created Cleveland Lumberjacks. They put them in that division with the two new expansion teams, the Cincinnati Cyclones and the Atlanta Knights. So let's learn this back down again. So the Atlantic Division, you had the Cincinnati Cyclones, the Cleveland Lumberjacks, and the Atlanta Knights. And in the Central, you had the Fort Wayne Comets, the Annapolis Ice, and the Kalamazoo Wings. In the Midwest, you had Milwaukee Admirals, Peoria Riverman, and Kansas City. And then in the Pacific, you had San Diego Goals, Phoenix Roadrunners, and the Salt Lake City. So you had four divisions, and it was a pretty good reaching. Uh, at this point in time, it's still a pretty wide-reaching geographical map of what the IHL was covering at that point in time. But there's even more expansion coming here. In 1993, they expanded to Las Vegas. And in 1994, this is when they had a huge expansion. They put a team in Houston. Detroit, San Francisco, Chicago, Minnesota, and Los Angeles. And they were drawing so much attention at that point in time that the fall of 1994, Sports Illustrated put an article out that said putting on a show about the International Hockey League. And there was pretty some pretty interesting quotes in this article. One of them is, there are minimum requirements for a, the 1996-97 expansion teams. A thousand-seat arena population base of 1 million people and a $6 million franchise fee. Already, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Peoria Rivermen are Green Bay's. IHL Commissioner Bob Eufer called them some hopeless, hopelessly small markets. Which, you know, kind of bothers me because that was the base of the whole IHL for a long period of time and now he's already kind of writing them off. And they look at the arenas that they've already, they're kind of targeting. The Detroit Vipers are playing at the Palace, Auburn Hills, 
which is a 20,000-seat arena. Chicago Wolves are playing the Rosemont Horizon, 14,000. Atlanta Knights, Omni Coliseum, 15,000. The Denver Grizzlies playing at the McNichols Center, which is 16,000. Houston Arrows playing at the Summit, 15,000. Milwaukee Admirals playing at the Bradley Center, 17,000. And Cleveland Lumberjacks playing at the Coliseum, at the 17,000. And remember, even the Cincinnati Cyclones used to play at the Cincinnati Gardens, which is a 10,000-seat arena. They moved up to the 1997 to the Riverfront Coliseum at 17,000. So they were picking up some pretty big arenas. I mean, even the Cincinnati Gardens actually was pretty cool, by the way. That actually was a small-down version of the Maple Leafs Gardens. So when I went there, I saw a few games there. You actually kind of had a feel what it was like to be in the... uh, Maple Leaf Gardens, when you went to the Cincinnati Gardens. Now it's been torn down, and there's a, it's a vacant lot now. Well, let's get back to the original subject here. Uh, but I'm trying to make a point is, is they were going through some pretty big arenas. Because this league is basically a butts-in-the-seat league, driven, financially driven. They didn't really didn't get any TV money out of this league. And they had a few small televised games in regional channels, you know, maybe five or six from a uh, some regional networks, sports channel or primetime sports network, they would show some games, but they had no TV contracts whatsoever on this league. So one of the other quotes in this article that I keep referring to is about the American Hockey League, how it settled into being a development league with all but one of the 16 teams affiliated with the NHL. Only 10 IHL franchises had NHL farm team affiliations. The other nine were independents, free to snag whatever players they could. If you were a farm, former NHL player, or an up-and-mobile free agent farmhand, you're going to have a choice. Las Vegas or San Diego or Hershey, Pennsylvania or Nova Scotia. Which ones would you choose? The 1994 season is the second year of the Vegas Thunder, and they had it all. For the opening night crowd, it was 12,604. And Senator Radic Bonk, the NHL's third pick, chose in that June's draft, decided to return to the International Hockey League instead of signing with the Ottawa Senators. And the commissioner basically had a quote during that article. They said, I don't see us challenging the NHL. It makes no sense. Why would we sign one player for double our payroll We don't need to go that USFL route. That was from an article from Sports Illustrated called Putting on a Show, the International Hockey League. Now, was the commissioner giving me a quote of what he thought of them competing with salaries, but yet it sounds like he's competing with arenas at that same time. And even at the same time, Richard Adler, president of of the Atlanta Knights, the IHL team, had a really interesting quote, too, at the exact same time. The quote was, this is a league of the, for the masses, not the classes. Referring to the IHL minor league hockey is more for the general population than the big shots, the suit league, like they call the uh, NHL. And if you look at the numbers, back in 1996, they had a steady three-year attendance increase and a peak in 1996 at 8,261 fans per game. The IHL operating budget that that same year was 
three to four million dollars per team. And the actual player salary average was about seventy thousand. And the actual payroll range was uh, seven hundred thousand to one point two million. And IHL soft cap was just one point five million. While at the same time, the lowest NHL team's payroll that season was eleven point five million dollars. So they weren't really competing with them on the financial side of salaries, but two to three million dollar team budget and with a butts in the seat concept and those big arenas with no TV deal whatsoever it was really going to be a real strain on the actual teams now the greatest problem was was the increasing dependency on that league expansion expansion fee to meet operating expenses and gradually that started to disappear in the next five years in 1994-95 season they already started having some teams withdraw. San Diego Goals withdrew the franchise that year. In the 1995-96 season, there were 19 teams still in the league before those teams decided to change their cities. Peoria Rivermen decided to join the East Coast Hockey League, which is a smaller league, go down a league because of financial reasons, and their franchise moved to San Antonio, Texas, which was competing with the same arena with a Central Hockey League team. So you had two teams in the same arena, basically having an ice war for fans. Now the Atlanta Knights, they relocated to Quebec City, which is kind of interesting too because this is the second team Atlanta lost, professional hockey team Atlanta lost to Canada. Now the third was the Atlanta Thrashers moving to Winnipeg. Of course, the first one was the Atlanta Flames moved to Calgary which I find kind of fascinating that they lost three teams to Canadian cities. Now, the next thing occurred was the Minnesota Moose becoming the Manitoba Moose and the L.A. franchise moved to Long Beach, California. And at the end of the 96-97 season, the Phoenix Roadrunners, because of financial reasons, withdrew their franchise from the International Hockey League. They did have one expansion during that time frame. Grand Rapids Griffiths of Michigan got an expansion team. With the league having financial trouble in 1996, the league announced it added more teams to Canada. And they attempted to get teams in Toronto, Montreal, Halifax, Nova Scotia, and uh, British Columbia. But the, uh, none of those locations materialized. So they never really was able to expand into any of those markets. In the 1996-97 season, Quebec City franchise withdrew from the league only one year and the San Antonio franchise also after only one year withdrew from the league of course you have to wonder why the San Antonio franchise got hurt from the actual ice wars competing with the Central Hockey League franchise what that did to that franchise going into a non-traditional market and having two teams trying to draw fans in the same barn I think that probably really hurt that franchise so the, the IHL expansion into new NHL markets put a real strain on the relationship between the NHL and the IHL. For those some questioned, the IHL was intending to compete directly with the NHL. Exactly when the lockout occurred in 1994-95, threatened to wipe out the NHL season. In response, many of the NHL clubs shifted their affiliations to the American Hockey League, which was basically still trying to be a developmental league in the Northeast. 
1997 98, only four of the 18 IHL teams had NHL affiliates. With with loss of NHL subsidized uh, salaries, with expensive travel, and no expansion fees coming around anytime soon, the IHL started to feel the financial crunch of their operating budgets. So with no new expansions, with a real geographical wide base for travel, operating expenses going up, salaries going up, the National Hockey League decided in 2001 to fold the league. There was too many teams with financial trouble. They basically lost their small team base. The NHL started moving into IHL markets at that point in time. They got the NHL moved a team in like Minnesota, Atlanta, Phoenix, which caused the IHL to finally fold. Now, there are six teams that have got a deal with the American Hockey League to be expansion teams for the 2001-2000 season. And that was the Chicago Wolves, the Grand Rapids Griffiths, Houston Arrows, Utah Grizzly, Milwaukee Admirals, and the Manitoba Moose. Now, since the Cyclones decided to readmit itself to the East Coast Hockey League, a double-A league, so as the IHL folded itself, there were four teams decided to also fold operations themselves. The Orlando Solar Bears decided to uh, fold. They were the actually the last IHL champions. The Kansas City Blades decided to fold, and the Cleveland Lumberjacks decided to fold with the Detroit Vipers. So the league and those four teams decided to cease operation. Now, when the American Hockey League expanded those old IHL teams, there's been some moving around since then. Now, the Utah Grizzlies moved to Cleveland, Ohio, and became the Lake Erie Monsters. Then they renamed themselves the Cleveland Monsters in 2016. The Houston Arrows moved to Des Moines, Iowa, to become the Iowa Wild in 2013. And the Manitoba Moose temporarily relocated to St. John's, Newfoundland, Labrador, to become the St. John's Ice Caps from 2011 to 2015. Then they became back, moved back to Manitoba to become the Manitoba Moose again. That's when the Atlanta moved to Winnipeg to become the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets organization moved their farm team closer to Winnipeg. So it looks like to me, like this league just got way too big. It, the American Hockey League basically stayed a Northeast-based league. And the International Hockey League, instead of staying in the Midwest, they tried to expand all over U.S. and Canada and tried to be a super league. I think that's the whole reason why this thing didn't work and why they collapsed and why the American Hockey League still is around. Now, there was one attempt back in the mid-2000s of trying to re- restart the International Hockey League as a low single-A league, but that did never get off the ground. Uh, on my Twitter account, why don't you give me, give me uh, a little opinion here? Do you think the International Hockey League will ever come back around, or do you think it's permanently been folded? Just give me a heads up on my Twitter account. You'll see that in the actual uh, link to all of my podcast. Thanks for listening. This is uh, Everything About Hockey podcast. Thanks a lot, and I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Mm-hmm.